What do you say the two of us uh, go fuck a horse? How do we know the horse didn't like it? Climber, what does that mean? She would climb things in a bikini. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. This is episode 253 of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being a fan. Follow our Patreon. Be a, become a Patreon subscriber. And uh, because we're going to do our annual um, picks, not picks, proposition, prop bet. The Super Bowl is coming up this week. In case you didn't know, I don't know if anybody knows that, but the Super Bowl is on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I don't get invited to any Super Bowl parties. I noticed I made a tweet today that said, I will come, I will attend your Super Bowl party for a nominal fee and prima notte, prima nocta. I thought that was pretty funny. That means you got to let me fuck your wife. I mean, I'm joking, obviously. Um, but nobody invites me to Super Bowl parties, and I think it's because I'm not social. I don't because normally I, when I do get invited to things, I don't go to it, and I just I don't I don't really do social things that often. So I get it. I get why I'm not invited, and also I don't know. I just don't feel like I run in the circles of people that have Super Bowl parties. I recall getting invited to many, many Super Bowl parties in my 20s and 30s and teens. Um, but now, as, as life extends towards its edges, towards its infinite, to, towards its finite end, uh, I, don't, I don't see myself going to too many more Super Bowl parties. Also, if you didn't, so go to our Patreon. The point is, is that that's going to be you got to be a Patreon subscriber to get our uh, prop bets picks. And also, we didn't we forgot to pick the the uh, playoff games this year, and which is kind of a bummer. I mean, I just remembered right now because last year we were like fourteen and two or something in the playoffs, including the Super Bowl. We had the we had the over in the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl went over last year. And we had the we had the the uh, the team from Philadelphia, the Eagle, the Eagles. We had the Eagles, not only against the number, but we liked them to win outright. And they did that last year. I believe that was last year's Super Bowl. And so also on our Patreon picks, our prop bet episode, we will pick the Super Bowl. And so you're going to want, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to want to hear that. Because guess what? We're going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl because we do it every year. Additionally, if you have not checked out episode 252, we had a guest. And she was very popular, and there have been a lot of developments with her story. Uh, Dick Run Claire, Claire Wyckoff was our guest. She She's the originator. She's She may not be the first person to ever run a dick. Uh, she runs routes. She maps her routes on, like, the Nike Plus app, and she runs – she's a runner. And when she runs, she runs the shape of a dick on the GPS. And then she posts it to her Instagram, OG Dick Run Claire. And she had an imposter Claire, and it's been it's been a story on Mashable and all sort the Daily Dot, Vice, all these outlets are running this uh, story about how this our Claire, original Claire, Claire One, 
was the original dick runner and and this other Claire bit her shit and started call was following her and then this is sociopathic behavior she was following her and then she started running her own dick runs and our Claire is like well I you know like anybody can run a dick but just give respect to the person who you got the idea from then this second Claire started calling herself dick run Claire and to the point where I was fooled as the host of the show I thought the second Dick Runner was actually the first Dick Runner. Anyway, you should go back and check that out. Episode 252, guest of the show, Claire Wyckoff. She was delightful. And follow her story. Follow our Facebook group and page because we post updates to her story. A lot of the a lot of the uh, periodicals that were running the, the second Claire's story have now had to acknowledge follow-up. That they made a mistake on on who actually ran the first dick, and to me, there's there's really no story that you could follow that's more synergistic with the Baller Lifestyle podcast than than two chicks named Claire fighting over who was the original dick runner. I love it. Uh, speaking of loving dicks, Ed Daly is here. Ed, <laughs> what's up? Um, that was uh, yeah, that was entertaining last week with the uh, with the OG dick runner. Um, yeah. I did in the last week. I watched the Netflix Firefox at uh, Fi- Firefest. Um, oh, yeah, it was good. I, yeah. It was good, but uh-huh. you know, I I was only no, it was good, but I was only aware of this just because documentaries were coming out. But like, it's funny how out of that scene I am. That this music festival that. They're showing all these people, and can you imagine being one of the people ripped off that you were proudly on camera talking about? Hey, it looked like a great party, and we were gonna hang out with models. Like it, it was so obvious that it was staged, and you weren't gonna hang out with with Kylie yeah. Jenner. Like I, I don't. These guys. It, it, That's great. It reminds me of the uh, after the Social Network came out and the Winklevoss twins were interviewing yeah the like, winklevi and they're like how did you like your portrayal and they're like they're like well that was spot on well you were you're supposed <laughs> to look like turds you look stupid <laughs> you yes. look like real douches and they're like no that's that's who we are we're rowers we're really like into looking at, at dressing the same it was weird but the, these the the fire fest i was cheering for everyone to lose um, it is one of those things except, where, except for like the local, like that woman who got torched, the restaurant lady, right? And you don't and cheer like against her, but all of the people buying the tickets and yeah. that guy Billy, but and they're like he's such a good salesman, and then you hear his sales pitch to people, and it sounds like he's completely full of shit. He sounds like one of those yeah. full of shit people. Well, I like that his first thing was was like you could pay me money. And then what I'll do is I'll give you a service that prints your ATM card onto a metal card. So you won't have just a regular plastic, plastic ATM card like everyone else. Yeah, debit I, card. I go through like 18 or 19 ATM cards a year because they just keep yeah, breaking they, on me. They crack. <laughs> um, luckily, luckily, I don't have to worry about them cracking as much because my account gets hacked at least three or four times a year, and I have to get a new. I have to get a new some kind of credit card. One of my accounts gets hacked at least a couple times a year, and then your ATM I have to, gets hacked. 
Like I, yeah, I, I, re- I, I have credit card hacking issues, but I haven't had any ATM issues. Yeah, well, I have one credit card that's linked that's from on the same bank as my bank account, mm. so it's like all so they're all kind of linked. I don't know. It's yeah, the 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 debit card has maybe only been once or twice, but the the credit card's been a whole bunch of times. Uh, but yeah, his his service was like, we'll take we'll take your debit card and we'll give you a metal one. And it was very so everyone Ponzi think you're really cool when they yes, but like yeah. everything they and then you, if you give us more money. Then you can get more things, but it just felt so obviously Ponzi schemeish. Yeah, and people like he's a you you don't understand he's a great salesman and Ja Rule the draw of Ja Rule like like he's been relevant in fifteen years. Yeah, you definitely weren't sorry for the people, the the patrons, and also I'm look I'm trying to look up the pricing the price structure because it was very expensive. <laughs> it was like people were dropping to, like somebody's like, I dropped ten thousand dollars. I was expecting yeah, so, more than than a cancellation from what uh three doors down or what it was like some yeah. Blink one eighty two. Blink one eighty two, like what? Yes. <laughs> Who was yeah, it's, and the people yeah. originally and they were just like they were saying crazy names like, yeah, we'll get we'll get Jay Z. We'll get we'll get all these people. Yeah, Drake. Drake. Yep. What? Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, we got we got Drake for a hundred thousand dollars." Meanwhile, Drake doesn't cross the street for less than a couple million bucks. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, who was who was believing? Because he had all these fake numbers, and he would go get more money. Not only was he ripping off the people that bought tickets, but he was also getting investors to put this thing on. And uh, yeah, he would he was just falsifying documents. He's a Jersey guy. Is he like a neighbor? <laughs> yes. You see him around yeah. in Hoboken? Yeah, that's right. He and I do gardening together. Um, uh, well, not, I mean, not, he's upstate yeah, now. That's right. That's right. I'm going to visit yeah. him this weekend. Uh, sure. Did uh, the, the marketing company, those guys were, full, those were Jerry? They, yeah, full of snakes, those guys. And they were totally. like, oh yeah, he had us hoodwinked. No, you you yeah. were doing the hoodwinking. Oh yeah, they were all on board. These are these are the guys that got that built a brand on basically retweeting other people's jokes and, and just but just oh, not like attributing. Jewish? Yeah, they were they're like the fuck Jerry's like the original fat Jewish. They like they're like we make memes and what they, I mean now they have like people that do that, but originally they would just take other people's shit and post it without the attribution. To the point where they had just millions of followers and then someone's like, hey, this is a business. Like having lots of followers makes you a company. And now they're like this huge marketing and, you know, because everything's about social media and they know how to get followers by stealing other people's shit. So fuck them. Yeah, they should they should they should wear some of this as well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty funny. But it was it was well done. And uh, I did. I I didn't. It was before I watched the documentary. I think the lady who ran that restaurant was was uh, got a, some sort of Kickstarter that she's she's she, she was made whole. Uh, she was made whole. Yeah, I think she got like one hundred and sixty grand. People kicked in because she was for. one of the only people who seemed nice, like nice in the thing. Yeah, she did. Um, I like how the one guy, the one guy with the man bun, was like, "I was at this music festival or this music festival conference." Which who knew that was a thing? But he's like, "I was at this music festival conference in Las Vegas," and Ja Rule got up and said, "Hey, we're gonna do this thing in the Bahamas, and it's gonna be on this weekend, and here's what we're gonna have." And I was like, 
all of, everyone at my table started laughing our asses off because we knew we're in this business and it, that's impossible to do. You can't do what he said he was going to do. So two weeks later, I'm working well, for him. Yeah, that was another <laughs> oh, okay. guy. And, and you know, it reminds me of when they start interviewing Wall Street people on 60 Minutes and they're like, they, they try to single out one person and they're like, I, I didn't know any of this was going on. And right. they all know. Everybody knows. It's the culture. It, it's, everyone knows what's fucking up. There might be yeah. one head jackal, but they are all jackals. That guy that was trying to like double as a yoga instructor and he's, yes, he's real peace and love. He was a jackal just the same. Of course. He was there. He was there trying. And, but of course, once he was in it, it was exactly what he said it was going to be. Yeah, he's nice looking. It was exactly what he said it was going to be in the first place. I like, uh, I like so he when, got what he deserved. They were just trying what, like FEMA tents? So good. <laughs> and then it rained and everything got wet. So they were bad FEMA tents. They were- I was conf- Yeah, I was confused by that because they're like, the worst thing ever happened. It ra- it, you know, we set up all the tents and then the night before it rained. And I'm like, well, isn't that what tents are for? But also, isn't that why you have tents? Did I didn't? I don't think I learned. Was just it just going to be Ja Rule performing? Like, who did they have anyone to perform? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they had a list of people. I don't know. Blink One Eighty Two definitely canceled. Which I feel like but can you everyone imagine dropping ten ticket. grand and no. Blink One Eighty Two was no. I can't. Okay. With their, what is, it, is it the drummer that thinks he could have solved like uh, September 11th? No, it's the no, it's the guitar player. Guitar player. <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Tom DeLonge. Yeah. <laughs> Worst. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked it too. It was pretty good. I definitely, and you definitely feel sorry for the. Um, aging homosexual marketing guy. Oh my goodness. That's that's <laughs> the best part. I mean, it's been talked about a lot, but that's definitely the best part. I mean, the water he, incident. He, he's just he's really going to take was, one for the team. He, he was a serious empath. I mean, he just really felt bad for everybody and just wanted to make it work. And he, and he was <laughs> willing to do whatever. And he, he talked about, uh, I, I like the, he, he he's like when I realized that things were falling apart, I just went outside and wept. And I was thinking yeah. he's the only guy that was crying. All these other guys were just scrambling to cover their asses. Right, exactly. Like he's he was literally the only decent person in the mix. <laughs> he was willing to do a lot for the team. <laughs> just whatever it took. <laughs> whatever it took. I don't know. I like. I don't know. I've never had a job where, uh, yeah, never or been involved in a project. I, yeah, I never, just like that was never on the table. I for remember me, being. Ever. I mean, I guess it's not that these guys weren't friends, but I remember one time being at a bar and somebody kind of made a comment about, you know, all these Wall Street douches, and like a couple of guys were like ready to fight over it. And I was thinking, yeah, that's that was an accurate portrayal of everybody here. Like, let, let's not fight right. over the honor of Wall Street douches. Exactly. <laughs> totally agree. Uh, uh, anything else? Mm-mm. Anything else to discuss? No. Um, yeah, I forgot um, we didn't pick playoff games because last year we were unbelievable. Yeah, we killed it. But we destroyed it. But with our uh, Patreon uh, predictions, we're gonna we're gonna kill it. Yeah, we'll do. We'll hit all the. Remember a couple years ago, we got skunked on that uh, the the opera singer, the opera singer. Yeah, how can an opera her? singer go under 
She went under, and also that was the one that was at the. And she w- wasn't wearing gloves. The Meadowlands. Yeah. What's the What's the Meadowlands called now? MetLife. MetLife. That was at MetLife, and it was supposed to be like four degrees. Well, I ran a race, uh, like yeah. this Saturday, and it was thirteen degrees, and then it, it warmed up to like forty eight, fifty. Yeah, and you, which is still cold enough, and so you there was a there was a what bet color gloves or on something? what what color gloves she was going to wear. Yeah, and we I didn't have like the, the information, though. No, we didn't have the information, and we were bet. No, we were. I think black was yeah, like of the, course, like a classy opera favorite. singer, black leather gloves. She, she didn't wear gloves, and this is where we fucked up because she had a massive she diamond just ring. Got engaged. Like, we didn't have that info. Yes, yes, you know, bookies had that info. Holy! Do we know who? Okay, well, let's, let's let's save this for the patron. Yeah. I don't know who's singing the anthem or anything, and I wanna I wanna just oh, come at this fresh. It's somebody that it's it's like a relic, like Dion Warwick is singing it. It's crazy. oh no, it's Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. I mean, yes, I I I, I like the hell out of uh, Midnight Train to Georgia, but it was a long time ago. We Dion don't... Warwick. She's the psychic. Still, friends. I know. That's has what she gone away? Has she oh, gone yeah. away of Kevin Mitchell? I. I think she did. No, Miss Cleo definitely did, but she might oh, have she gotten definitely it. did. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know why she would be put in the same. <laughs> well, psychics, you know those eight, those eight hundred, oh, right, nine hundred right, numbers. Right. Which, yeah, Miss Cleo um, is Miss D- Marie Dion Warwick. She's dead, right? Is an American singer still with us? <laughs> born. You want to? How? Well, she's not a real how fucking old is this guy? She's born nineteen forty. Okay, Which would so make her seventy nine, yeah. Um, um, good for her. But yeah, that it, uh, Midnight Train to Georgia, another good like CVS song. Yeah, yeah. It's I used to gold. I used to work uh, my like work study program. I had to work um, as like the you know go fetch it boy at some uh, at like the speech department at Maryland. And I worked for a woman who loved the R&B station. And Midnight Train to Georgia was on a lot in rotation. Oh, you could do worse. You could do worse. Yeah. So I was all right with it. Like, I mean, I could have been working for a country person. Oh, no. Worse. I used to work at a... um, (laughs) Or techno person. I used to work at a PR agency. Yeah. This is the one where I jacked off in the loft (laughs) one time when no one was in the office. (laughs) The Paris Hilton sex tape era. I uh, I was hungover. We, we've discussed that on the show. But I worked with two guys. One guy was like owned the agency and he was like in his 40s. Mm-hmm. And then another guy was like my age. And it was just the three of us in the office sitting at desks. And we had a radio. And I would come, I was get there first every morning and I would put on Howard Stern. Right. And as soon, and this is when he's on the radio. And as soon as the owner came in, he would change the station to fucking top 40 radio. What? Like, to, to like, like just to like what? a regular dude, not like no. you didn't work for like a 13 year old boy. Yeah. Like, the, the, like what teeny, teeny bopper girls listen right. to. And it would, and you know how they play like the same, whatever, like the weekend or whatever's popular at the time. They play like the same six or seven songs all day long. And it was like, Britney's hit me baby one more time. Like it was like Britney Spears yeah. and like, and I'm like. What the fuck? And so then I was like, okay, he hates Howard Stern. Like I was trying to work this out. So I'm like, I'll put it on the oldies station. And so, you know, cause I'm like, <laughs> like, who's gonna, like, no one's going to turn off the oldies. So it'd be like, 
you know, the Beatles or whatever. Right. Playing. Yeah. Just like and palatable he, music to, to be on. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, maybe he won't notice. And so then instead of changing it immediately, yeah. he would come in and like, let the oldie station play for like 45 minutes. And then he would notice <laughs> and then change it to the fucking top 40. That's and the insane. other guy was into it too. They were both into it. That's not okay. That's not okay. No, I didn't last that very long. <laughs> it was a hostile work environment. He jacked off and then left. Yeah, in, in the loft. We had an upstairs loft oh, where, we'd, yeah. where we would strategize at the... But was it like every other place. office with very bright light fixtures? I mean, yeah, the yeah. offices are the least sexy place on earth. It was like that. Ugh. Yeah, but it was like it was like a storefront type office, you know? So it wasn't Storefront? Like full... And you're jerking off? Well, no, it, you know, it was like it faced the street. And there was like a coffee shop. Were you like jerking off looking at a stop sign outside? Like, no, no, no. I, told, I was upstairs <laughs> in the loft. I was, I was squirreled away near the basketball hoop. The, the basketball uh, hoop with Kevin Arnold? That one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. But that was where that is the place I worked <laughs> where we would, we would strategize. And it, then if they, we'd be like, hey, let's go outside and strategize and shoot some hoop. And then we, so we would go down to the park down the street and shoot hoop. And that's where, Fred Savage stood in on an 80 degree day in a an too warm jeans and a Princeton sweatshirt and just stood there and watched us stood way too close to our basketball game and just stared at us playing basketball for like 45 minutes. And you also encountered Tim Allen wearing a leather duster. Time. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was, on the, you, I was on the train to San you, Diego. You have a very unique celebrity sighting it was, skill set. It was, it, you, you, you spot lots of celebrities wearing way too much clothing on hot, this, hot days. That was like in September. The the Tim Allen thing, it was like September, hottest month of the year. It was fucking sweltering. <laughs> and he walked – I was on the train. You see Buzz and Lightyear he wearing into, a duster. No, it wasn't a duster. It was like a bomber jacket, oh, okay. leather though. And he, I was <laughs> – in the bar car with my buddy on our way to a Chargers game, and we're drinking a couple Stone IPAs in the in the bar car, and suddenly the entire bar car filled up with an entire Amish clan <laughs> that all ordered sandwiches and sprites, and then there was nowhere to sit, so they were all just standing around eating sandwiches and drinking sprite. And in and I'm like, oh, this is pretty weird. <laughs> There's like, it would have been so cool if you could have gotten an ice cream cone and dabbed it on one of their noses. <laughs> Like as as if it wasn't weird enough to to like it was standing room only with Amish and then me and my buddy and then and I'm like wow this is pretty weird and then in the middle of that and it's complete silence because I guess because you're like can I talk in front of Amish I don't know it was complete silence and just everyone standing there chewing and you could hear the sound of the train and then randomly TV's Tim Allen walks in. (laughs) Buys a bottle of water and is wearing a leather jacket. I know he was an older beer. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, he's in the program. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, right. ju- I don't know. Maybe he was just a dealer, but I thought he was also. Uh, yeah, he probably is. He was getting high on his supply, I think. Yeah, prob- I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm certain of it. Um, so last week, we got a couple of voicemails. Okay. This week. All and, right. And last week, we had one, and people on Twitter were very upset. That I didn't let, I didn't show the respect to let our voicemailers' entire intro song play. And for that, I'm terribly sorry. 
He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. Worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's been well in Gardenia. Whoa, he's been well in Gardenia. Oh my goodness. Brad in New York. Brad. You got, you got to come up with a new one because that was so good. We have an Bill and Brad. top that. But Bill and Brad, you know, had some great ones. And mm-hmm. I wish we had like a reason or a new segment because I I, I love these songs. I love them. They're so good. They're so, so good. good. They're also it's it's the we have two guys that do songs on the show and they're basically batting a thousand. Like there's not yeah, there's not so one that e- there's not one that either of these guys has sent in that I would that I wouldn't play instantly because <laughs> they're so good. I I don't like Taylor Swift, but I love that song. So good. Yeah, the lyricism, everything. Oh, so um, so Manuel has left two voicemails and obviously I'm not going to play them both. The one, the first one is three minutes long, which is the maximum <laughs> amount that Google voice will allow you to leave. The second one appears to be a little bit shorter, but then also, you know how Google voice transcribes or attempts to transcribe yeah, yeah. the voicemail. I can just see that the first sentence is, so I'm going, so I'm going to try Try it summed up. Okay. So that's so, so we better. might have gotten to the summary part. Yeah, I think he's gotten like the because whole first Because the first, first part is just intro and then like the little big, banter big with the fake. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, he talks to the Google Voice answer. I'm going to write a note to myself. Change, change Google Voice. Change. I'm writing it here. Google Voice. I'm going to put my voice on there so my close friend, Telly, cool Telly from Twitter doesn't get confused anymore. But let's see. Let's see. This one's still almost two minutes. So that's also way too long. So let's, let's see if he gets to it real quickly here. Okay, Manuel. So I'm going to try and sum it up. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, your boy Manuel and Gardena yeah. gets on these rants. Uh, yep, three we know. minutes plus like they're a freaking bus stopping at a bus stop. Oh. You know, without the fare. Okay. So, um... They were still yeah, on the intro. young dude, man, I started working with this a couple months ago, and yep. uh, he's you know, an office worker, but where's Caprice? Like, and he makes right? Whoa, know. hold on, hold on. I feel like he... See, he spends a lot of times on the non-essential details. Right. He, he got to said, some... He, were, he mentioned a very important word, Caprice. He said two things, two very important points there, and this interests me. <clears throat> One, he said he works with a guy that wears capris, and then he very quickly said three more words and then kept on speaking. I didn't hear And this, th- it's the most important three words I think I've ever heard. What? And he makes them. Oh, what? I believe he's telling us he has a coworker. <laughs> That weaves his own capri pants. He's working with Holly Hobby. 
this is amazing. <laughs> okay. That's the, now, now I'm interested. Yeah. This I can get behind. Right. Oh, man. Uh, I'm not really feeling it. But uh, then again, you know, I'm in my 40s, and uh, I've seen everything from bell bottoms come in when I was a kid and back in high school. And they always say, you know, things come back. But I don't know if this whole dude's rocking capris and uh, all these form-fitted jeans – yeah. It's going to stick. I hope not, man. It's a bad look, guys. Yeah. I mean, unless you are shredded or, you know, weigh about, you know, a buck 30 with a body fat index 5% or lower, that whole tapered look, it's not a good look. Mm. Makes you look sucked up, anorexic. Just uh, stupid. I mean, me. when you see guys hey, going uh, jagging. That's about all I got, guys. Like I say, because yeah. uh Need to speed me up. Just hit me double time, triple time, whatever, man. Give the people what they want. I'm not, I'm not playing yeah, it well in from a fast-forward interface you know anymore. Wait, you're such a crazy fuck. Oh, he's saying yeah. on time. He likes to suck. Oh. Uh, uh. He's such a crazy fuck. Uh, uh. Outro. Oh, outro. I gotta hey. say, best, best call we've gotten from him. <laughs> he, he gave us a real interesting portrait of a co-worker that I like that he, I like that I like that he said outro and then then left didn't hang up the phone and then coughed directly into the <laughs> he was receiver. getting outro some germs yeah yeah phlegm <laughs> outro outro phlegm um obviously like, no good. Not... Unless, like unless yeah. you're Russell yeah. Westbrook some NBA player where they just like keep pushing how weird it can get yeah, capris are no good. So is he? Is that what he's talking about? Like the, um, like the tights, like the, like what the basketball players wear? Or he just means like? No, no, no. I, I think, I think he's talking. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know what, no, what I, the workplace I, I, is, but I think he's talking yeah. about like guys really styling with some weird like slacks. Yeah, yeah, not good. Excellent. I don't – I definitely don't – capris, I definitely don't do. You know, I'm pretty fashion-forward, Ed. <laughs> I mean, that's that's been documented. If anybody that follows me on Instagram, at Brian Beckner, you've probably made fun of me there before. Or if you follow our pop culture correspondent, there's probably a lot more pictures of me on our pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauces page. I believe she's called – Fancy Graham or Kate Beckner, I'm not sure, on, on Instagram. You know, people make fun of me for the way I dress. And I definitely do favor a shorter pants style. And I will often, like, roll up. I'll do, I'll do a roll up on the jeans or even, like, chinos. Like, if are I you, wear... Are you saying you get... Are you are you going into chi, to, uh, Capri territory? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't own any capris because capris are like to the calf. Yeah, or like the, right the below the knee, just, right below the knee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't have that. I definitely don't have that. I don't have anything like that. Shorts, I would just wear, I wear shorts, just regular shorts. I, I get. down to like mid-thigh. You know, when I was in college wearing like pretty baggy jeans, I, I don't wear the, the big baggy ones, but I do not like the, the tight, tight ones. To me, it's just not comfortable. Like my calves yeah. are too big for, yeah, for Same. it's it's just it's too much. And you like if you get the tight ones, your nuts yeah. are really packed in. I like a little bit of space, but I have it way more uh, 
I don't know, not ta- I'm not getting them tailored, but the style's way different from like the baggy when I was a kid kind of thing. I think, um, yeah, my body type doesn't, neither does yours, doesn't lend itself to that. So like you that jigging like, kind of thing. It's just yeah, like, I have like thick legs. Yeah, me too. I got, I got a lot of stuff that's thick. <laughs> I, you know, I got big, big calves, big quads. So I can't really. But no matter yeah, I can't what really the body type is, this guy who works with stuff. him, who's wearing capris. Yeah, no. And no. you know the whole make no. your own clothes. I mean, if he's if he's no. if he's with if he's working with Duquan from The Wire, right. like I don't, yeah. I'm not going to shame somebody because they don't have the money to buy clothes. But if you're at a job, I mean, fucking Old Navy, you can probably buy jeans for like fifteen bucks. Like, oh, cheaper. Yeah, I mean, cheaper. You hit that hit that clearance rack. Yeah. There, there are affordable clothes that you don't. If you have a job, you might not have a huge wardrobe, huge wardrobe, but you can get a pair of pants. You don't have to how make long? your own capris. Yeah, how long do you think it takes to to make weave? right make the capris? Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's and he makes them. That's crazy. Yeah. That's actually insane. Okay, we got we've been talking a lot yeah. here. Thanks for that, Manuel. Though that's probably your best call yeah, ever. Great. Um, email, quick email. Ballers, happily listening to episode 251, pie hunting. I was absolutely stopped in my tracks when the term gulp muff was used. I was referencing an old phrase. I've never used that phrase. I mean, maybe in like 1989. (laughs) The muff's gone the way of the dodo. Yeah. Because... Women are women are very, very manicured these days. Uh, uh, but for three, you look at an old. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was watching some documentary times. or something, and they said, "Oh, she was in Playboy." And so I googled the 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 woman who was like in Playboy in 1983, and my goodness, yeah, yeah. buckwheat and a four figure leg lock. Yeah, full bush. Yeah, I've been. I've been waiting for that to come back like our our sons are gonna grow up in a world without bush yeah i i i go along with the trend i don't i don't care i never had as a strong opinion but when you look at retro porn oh it's stunning it's it's jarring yeah yeah it's it takes but i never i never it wasn't like i I cared at at any given time. If somebody's letting me in. I'm 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 good. Kind of agree. Kind of I can appreciate all makes and models. Right. I like I just like to get in there and just have spend a little time. Have a look around. Appreciate it, what I'm getting. Really? Yeah, really just take care of it. Just really live in the moment. <laughs> get in it. Um, for three years, I worked in a professional environment with an adult woman who chose to be known as Muff. She once shared with me that her brother called her Muff Uh-oh. as a nickname. Her brother. And it just, it just stuck with her. I chose to not ask additional follow-up questions on the matter. I know it might seem a bit hard to believe, but I'm sharing this link as proof. But and, would appreciate it not being shared. So he's link. I haven't, I haven't checked on it. But I clicked on the link. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, and we're not going to give away details because I, I don't think he yes. wants us to, but... Yeah. Um, you can confirm. I can confirm. Like, it's somebody's name and then in parentheses in, a, like, a real article, Muff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was an article about this person. So he's he's wow. he's saying this yeah. person exists and is yeah. known to the... the ordinary person yeah keep it keep it baller that's from ben 906 thank you for that ben yeah that is they're out there you know just people that just although when we were watching 80s movies there was always a rich muffy right that's different than just muffy buffy right for sure yeah that was out there uh i mean let's we just had uh the the um National Championship College CFB College Football National Championship mm-hmm. game where the where the winning coach oh, his yeah. fucking name's Dabo Swinney. Dabo, Dabboy. Dabo short sh- short for Dat Boy. His that's his professional name. Like if he has a LinkedIn on his LinkedIn, he's called yeah, Dabo. Like not, not embarrassed by it either. No. It's his his name is like David. <laughs> a perfectly normal name. But he goes, I guess it's because it's He's the Bama. South. Yeah, it's just, Bama. it's normal. Because there's that other guy with the, with the fetal alcohol syndrome, Jimbo. Oh yeah, Jimbo. That's his, his name's James. Yeah, like you can go up to him and call him Jimbo and he doesn't punch you in the face. Because yeah, he's, his, he's like his proud of it. Name. That's his moniker. Yeah. I'm Jimbo. Yeah. Call me Jimbo. Unbelievable. Okay, let's. We got a lot of stories. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of cool stories. Uh, Let's let's blast. Let's go with Jimbo's old school, the criminals. Florida State recruiting department uh, had to apologize after it posted a doctored picture of Martin Luther King wearing Nike Seminole gloves with the caption "Do something" on MLK Day. Hmm. I mean, interesting. Who? It. It couldn't have been. I, I mean, just looking at the demographic breakdown most kids on florida state are black yeah i would guess i would guess that they're mostly recruiting black athletes mostly yeah and you're gonna fuck with like they took a picture of martin luther king like speaking with his hands up and they put those dumb like nike yeah yeah that's gloves that's well, they were thinking we're and you know they, they somebody had photoshopped this like well done they, a lot of people had to sign off yeah a lot of people signed off and they had to wait till mlk day and they posted like i got the right mlk thing you know what just post like him and a quote yeah just to show you just care. a regular picture just to show you yeah. care about the guy because yeah. he was fucking awesome yeah. but yeah i don't think he would play for the criminals anyway well, he was only five six. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't, I don't think he would have low center team. of maybe, gravity. Like, like Rudy he had a lot of fight. You though. know, maybe. Yeah, it could have been on the practice squad if he tried real hard, and maybe everybody could have turned in their jersey to get him with that one sack where he was offsides, and then he could go around the country making yeah. speeches to car dealers and, for the rest of his life, and committing mail fraud. Right? He did yeah, something exactly. He did. De- he definitely did. Um, Yadier Molina got <clears throat> mad at Chris Bryant for calling St. Louis boring. Mm. He, was, he did not take kindly to that offhanded comment. Can you imagine? I, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I've never been to St. Louis. I've been there. Oh, have you? I, I mean, I heard, I understand the barbecue is good. It, it's right. Well, it's it's a, it's a specific kind of barbecue that is yeah is not in my top. I mean, you can you can definitely find some places to enjoy there, but overall, a lot of molasses. Yeah, but overall, mm-hmm. there's less to do there than there are yeah. in other major cities, and when you find less to do, what's another word for that? Boring. Boring. It's boring. Boring city. It is. You it's go to the all, arch, it, and you're like, what else? Uh, yeah. let's get lunch and then get out of here. I mean, the arch, cool. It is, it is cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's you, a gateway you go to on a curved uh, elevator. Yeah, that's kind of cool. St. Louis, sweltering hot in the summer. Yeah, a lot of people die there. fucking cold. A lot of people die there yeah. in the summer, right? Yeah. Well, and also, you could get murdered. There's also, oh, there's also a good chance you're going to get murdered. That's, that's that great scene in, in Vacation, where they go into East St. Louis by mistake. Oh, you don't want to be, well, that's in Illinois. That's not even in Missouri, but yeah. No, East St. Yeah. Louis is Missouri. No, East St. Louis no, is, I think no. it crosses into Illinois. Well, I don't know, but that's where he's like, yes. excuse me. He's like, yeah. keep the windows down. And, he's like, and then they hear gunshot, roll them up. Roll them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got to, I got to side with Chris Bryant. Um, a dog accidentally runs a half marathon after being let out to pee, finishes seventh. Saw that. It's. It's did we get? A, did we buy his life rights? Has somebody written the script yet? Yeah, yeah, old Bosco, right, or whatever dog name it is. Um, yeah. One time, one time, uh, when I was one of my summer jobs in high school, I was a janitor at like cleaning up the school over the summer, cleaning up all the schools in the town over the summer. And this guy used to walk his dog by uh, where we worked every day. And for some reason, we found it funny to just always call his dog Jeff, and he would be real mad. The name's not Jeff. And we'd, like, pet him on the head. Hey, Jeff. And, like, he he would get really pissed off. And he'd, like, as he was approaching the school, as he's walking by, he'd go, it's not Jeff. It's not Jeff. And we'd go up. Hey, buddy. Hey, Jeff. He'd be like, yeah. For your information, his name is McGillicuddy or, you know, whatever it was. And it's like, no, he's Jeff. I like when dogs have just regular yeah, guy I, names, people names. Yeah, that's the type of name I would like. Just some like random dude's name. Yeah. You know? Same here. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh Tiki Barber. Now, when he yeah. when he he left the Giants the year before they won the Super Bowl. And his reason right. was and he was he, about he was about to set some records. Yeah, like he, he was, was good. he's like a borderline Hall of Famer. But he yeah. declared he went on like you know 60 minutes or something and he declared I'm going to be the next Brian Gumble. So I got to get into media so then I can be the host of the Today show. And then and they gave him like four jobs he, immediately. And then he immediately did he knock up or no his wife was pregnant and he yeah. he left her for yeah. like uh an intern. An intern. Yeah, a PA. But also he was really bad at broadcasting. Oh yeah, he his first interview because he had to do some like sideline interviews and the players yeah. were clowning him yeah he was real bad he was real bad at just being on camera he just wasn't comfortable on camera it's a skill and it's something you gotta study and some people are just naturally but good he at was it arrogant but about how he was gonna he succeed. was he was he yeah was he thought it was gonna, gonna be succeed. easy whereas like michael strahan has done everything tiki barber could have dreamed of and yep. played one more season and won a super bowl 
right? And th- that Tiki Barber is, you know, very handsome. And so he thought, you know, he thought his ticket was punched. And this is this is what happens a lot of time with these real handsome people is they just – things come easy to them. Like people are just nicer to them and life comes a little bit easier because they're so good looking. But eventually – you gotta, you gotta show the goods. Yeah. Well, so now he's he's still trying to hang in the entertainment business. He just joined the cast of Broadway's Kinky Boots. I don't, I don't like. Obviously, it's a Broadway show, so I'm gonna hate it. I know one but thing just about that it, name. Yeah, it's a terrible name. The one thing I know about it because she was on Stern a couple of years ago. It's written by Cindy Lauper. So if if you're going uh-huh. to get any Broadway show. I do. I've I always liked her as a personality. She's a cool chick. Yes. So yeah. at least that. But it's still kinky boots. Yeah, it's Broadway. It's singing and dancing. Hard a lot pass. Of singing and dancing. Yeah. yeah. The hardest. I saw. I saw, I saw something about Rent Live. Was that a televised thing? It and did was... you DVR it, or did you just make sure you watched it live? Because you, <laughs> Michelle, you Michelle watched, theater. and it was supposed to be live. Yeah. But some dude like broke his leg the night before. So she said. So so what she said is they taped the dress rehearsal and that's what they showed. It wasn't live. Weak. Yeah, that is so, so weak. For whatever time they were promoting it, they were saying it was uh, it was going to be live and it wasn't. Oh, that is so lame. But no, I I that no, was the last musical I ever saw because that I was meant. like I was twenty three and. Yeah. My uncle had free tickets, and it's like, all right, I'll take Michelle. That'll seem kind of cool. Yeah, and I remember Broadway just looking play. at her and be like, "What, what, what am I doing here? What, Oof, what is yeah. happening? No Broadway shows." Um, yeah. the old crooked. Remember when Ole Miss went from being just a dog shit football program to like top five, and yeah. Hugh Freeze, and they're like, "How is he doing it?" And then a couple years later, the hammer dropped on the program, and Hugh Freeze was fired. Right. Well, he landed at Liberty University. And is that that's a real? Is that Jerry Falwell's? That's I, a real Jesusy one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Jerry Falwell. Well, anyway, uh, he just uh, it was on Twitter. He's going hard after he rec- he uh, gave a scholarship offer to a quarterback named General Booty. Is he is he related to the other booties like John, John David, David Booty? He, yeah, he looks like he could be of that. Uh, right, family. the Louisiana booties, and that's the thing. Louisiana, kind of not really. I love love New Orleans, but yeah. overall, when you hear Ed Orgeron speak, it's hard to understand him. Yeah, like Louisiana. I I don't know if this kid's from Louisiana, but that name kind of seems like somebody from Louisiana. Definitely in that in that Jeff Perlman, former guest of the show, yeah, Jeff Perlman's USF USFL book. They were talking about Bobby A. Bear. Oh yeah, no. going to like the Pittsburgh and Maulers had, or whatever. He had a roommate for like a month who didn't realize he was speaking English the whole time. Yeah, and they couldn't understand him in the huddle, so they had to have a guy who wasn't Cajun, but he was like from West Virginia or something. He was like able to decipher what Bobby A. Bear would say right. in the huddle, and so they'd call a play, and then. Bobby Bear would break the huddle and then they'd all stay there for a second so that the center or the offensive, the right guard could explain what play they were going to run because nobody could understand Bobby Bear. <laughs> um, our old pal, Kurt Schilling, went on radio Great this week. Yeah, salt of the earth. Um, 
he had a meltdown because he was defending liking and sharing memes. Uh, people asked him oh, if he was racist, and he said no. And then they said, well, what about this meme and this tweet and this thing you forwarded? And he said, well, I just find it interesting. That's not me saying this. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's such a piece of shit. He is the ultimate piece of shit. Um, I was, I know it's like a big deal. Like, would he be in the hall of fame if he wasn't so conservative or something? And I don't like, I'm not one of these real, I'm not, I'm no Bob Costas over here, but it seems to me that That he was, um, Kurt Schilling didn't have like a real long, he didn't have a long, a lot of longevity. I, I, my, my. He, baseball knowledge has fallen off a cliff since when I was a kid. I knew every player in the league. But yep. I would say from when we were kids, when a guy like Burt Blylevin makes the Hall of Fame. That's a problem. It's, it's kind Morris. of a problem. Yeah, Jack Morris. Yeah. So Kurt Schilling did win titles with the Diamondbacks, which is still unbelievable. They won a title. Yeah. And the Red Sox. And Boston. Like, I don't know yeah. what his overall stats were. He also went to the World Series with the Phillies. Right. That's the World Series with three right. teams. Like, it, he, he was in the league for a while and a pretty good pitcher, so maybe he deserves it. But, like, yeah. this isn't about him just being uh, a MAGA guy. He constantly is spouting racist shit, so I'm fine if it takes him a long-ass time to get in the Hall of Fame. He probably deserves it, but he's a bad yeah. dude. So each year when he's, he's pissed off about it, I like that. He's kind of like – I like it too. He's – I mean he's a real piece of shit. He's also – people forget he kind of did his own fire festival to the state oh, of Rhode Island. That's right. He he came up with a sham video game company. Yeah, he's like, I'm Kurt Schilling and I love World War II, so I'm going to design a – World War II video game, and then the state of Rhode Island's like, we saw your bloody sock, and we love the socks. So here's like $90 million to set up your company here in Rhode Island. crushed little roadie. And yeah, and then people saw the video game, and they're like, oh, this fucking, this is like a video game from 15 years ago. No, no one's going to buy this piece of shit. And then all the company went bankrupt, and Kurt Schilling's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, I'm I'm just the name. I'm not not a video game guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a bad dude. Real piece of shit. Um, Philadelphia columnist thinks he knows Roy Halladay's Hall of Fame wishes better than his wife and family. So To still be alive. So, <laughs> I would like to still be alive. I would like to <laughs> not be on Xanax. I would crash my plane. I would like to not be on Xanax and crash and be doing loop-de-loops somewhere in Florida. In the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, in um, the Gulf, yes. Um, so he was one of these guys, and I think Mucina is doing the same thing. They're just going with the blank hat. Rather than pick. They don't get to pick. They, they I think a couple of years ago, because I think the guy that skunked it was Wade Boggs played like one year with oh, the he, Rays. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I'm going in as a devil ray. Um, and they said, no, they said, you can't do that. I, I thought they'd let him. I don't know. No, the, no, the, the major league baseball gets to say oh. who, what team. Well, anyway, they're letting him just have a blank cap. Because he spent, oh. like, equal time with the Blue Jays and the Phillies. Well, this Philadelphia columnist is like, I know deep down. And that, this was what the wife said. Yeah, he loved both yeah. places. And he goes, I know deep down he loved Philadelphia better. And he would want to go in as a Philly. Of course. Fucking. Philly, Philly people are the worst. Other than Gritty. Yeah. I love Gritty. Philly's pretty hateable. I love Gritty. 
Oh, Gritty's the best. Uh, yeah. So, all right, let's go to college basketball. UNLV, a porn star, tweeted a picture of herself with the UNLV basketball team after meeting them. And the- I think it was the baseball team, not to. No. Oh, I, I think it was basketball. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And no. here was her tweet underneath the picture. I was ready for the team gangbang. Hard eyes emoji, water drops emoji. Then yeah. go at UNLV basketball, and then baseball emoji. <laughs> oh, that was that was why I was confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shoot, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It says go because I'm looking at it. it. Says go you. No, it was the baseball team. No, you Thursday go UNLV the UNLV basketball, right? No, call. It says Thursday the UNLV baseball oh, team baseball. ran into Rich, okay. Rochelle Ryan and. So I'm kind of like college baseball is really like the bastard stepchild of collegiate There's sports. There's only a couple like, programs where you can you can charge real admission like Miami it's a big deal but yeah. but for the most part it's just kind of like a it's like a high school event. You yeah, know the, in terms of the, the Long the, Beach State Dirtbags. But in terms of the crowds like most of these yeah. they don't have big stadiums. SEC does but mo- most, most, it's like a very much an afterthought sport, and I would think UNLV would be pretty much an afterthought baseball program. Yeah, I think they're yeah they are, but I think they're okay. Um, this is a, it's always the most busted porn stars. But like, if you're gonna like everybody, everybody fucks the basketball team, and the football players probably get laid a lot. So like, if you're gonna do your part and gangbang an entire a collegiate athletic team, like make it the baseball guys or, or water polo. Water Cause those guys, they're not, they're never on TV or anything. They aren't. Be nice. You know, go ahead and do that. <laughs> I don't think UNLV fields a water polo team. Can't imagine. They may, they may or may not. I don't know. Uh, let, they could. let's go to non-sports. My favorite type of story. And it's a very frequent story. Anti-gay megachurch pastor caught on tape talking about all the gay sex he's had. Oh, what are the odds? It wasn't. It wasn't our guy Creflo Dollar, was it? No. Although uh, I gotta say, in the last year, because we did that Creflo story a couple years ago, Creflo comes up a lot. Like I, yeah, he's big time. I think. Um, I think Killer Mike was on Colbert the other day, and he was talking about. Oh yeah, I was talking to. This uh, mega church pastor, Creflo Dollar. And he was talking about like a normal conversation. Like that guy totally moved on from, what did he buy a plane with everybody's money or something? Yeah, he needed a billion dollars or something. Yeah, he got it. He's fine. He's doing oh, yeah, fine. He yeah. Yeah. Um, He's on TV. Let's go to, uh, you know, the favorite news uh, state of the nation, Florida. Their secretary of state, Mike Ertel, resigns after Halloween blackface photos emerge. He was he like I don't know what yeah. what age he was, but it was Katrina. He was posing as a blackface yeah. Katrina victim or something, like looking for money. Yeah, yeah, that's really seems not like a quick work. Google search on that guy. You probably could have known he's not yeah. the guy to hire as the secretary. Of State. Usually, you do background checks on people, and also blackface. Hard to believe yeah. that. I mean, Katrina was this millennium. 
Yeah, it was in 2005, Five? right? Yeah, that's... Yeah. I remember a different... Uh, not different strokes. Give me a break episode where Joey went in blackface and Nell Carter was not too pleased. It's worth a Google search. Yeah. Joey yeah. Joey looks like uh, uh, Al Jolson. That, yeah. <laughs> that, Joey Lawrence. He still had the haircut? He had the haircut and he's got the white around his mouth, like the white lips you know that yeah. oh yeah he goes full out that, yeah and not like brown like he goes full. how would they even face. find somebody that knows how to do that like knows how to make that i mean, 19, I mean 1980 or so was a long time ago yeah. 1982 yeah. but yeah, yeah i just remember she was she was not happy about well, it yeah she was a big broadway star she got a he was big sitcom. um yeah. he's very big r.i.p all right Mel carter let's move off of blackface uh Covington Catholic teen on Fox and Friends is mad they're no longer allowed to show school spirit by showing up for basketball games in blackface. Yeah. I saw something where they're like, it's just, a, it's school, a blackout. It's, Lots of schools yeah, do school it. school pride. We just all wear blackface. And they're not allowed to anymore. Yeah. They're kind of bitter about it. You could just wear all black, right? But they're just innocent kids. They're the, yeah. they're the true victims. Do any, do any, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, London River's record high levels of cocaine could make eels high. I've heard about this. So what, there's... What's going on? Is this like the cops are swarming in, so you dump your coke in the river? Why Why is there so I much coke know. in the river? There's just They just do so much coke, they love coke. in London. That was the they only time. It. That was the first time. First, not the only time, but the first time I ever saw somebody doing coke, I saw... Uh, a girl that I knew and a bartender doing yeah. coke all the time. My semester abroad there, lots is, of coke. Yeah, and it's weird because it's an island nation. So and it's you know That's they don't true. produce their own cocaine. That's true. There's no, so there's definitely not the growing conditions for cocaine yeah. in that country. They got to get it there, which can't be that easy. But they they use a lot they of do. it, and I I think it's pretty expensive there too. Uh yeah. Well, let's go Pacific Northwest, Oregon man. Who sexually assaulted horse sentenced to 20 months in prison. Wow, that's it, huh? How do we know the horse didn't like it? Um, yeah, I, I was also, looking, did I, the horse ask for it? Because we did a story where the horse winked at a guy. Right, horses, you know, they get horny too. I gotta tell you, but could, like, yeah. knowing about horse mating, you could be killed. You really need to want yeah, it, because they, one kick from that horse and you're out. Oh, they, it will fuck you up. Yeah, a horse could fuck you up with a kick yeah, that guy especially and you really got nothing you're in a you're in a vulnerable position like everything's out that's true yeah so i don't know scary it's it this is better like than the stories of bad. when we hear two men arrested because that means a conversation took place kind of weird like hey how so what do you want to do tonight feel... you want to yeah you're gonna just drink some beer and watch sports oh i got an idea <laughs> You want to go to a movie or something? Let's maybe go check out this new Avengers is out. I'm not so into that comic book stuff. What do you oh. say the two of us uh, go fuck a horse? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. I've been wanting to fuck a horse. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. Staying in the Pacific Northwest, officials in anti-vaccination hotspot near Portland declare an emergency over a measles outbreak. So, What are the odds? So uh, they there was a crew 
they thought they had it figured out. Community where they're safe from vaccinations. And just by chance, something that was eradicated, what, I mean, what, yeah. 60 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Herd immunity, you dumb fucks. It's th- Here's the thing about vaccinations. Not 100% effective. They're like 99% effective. So if, but the thing is, if everybody's vaccinated, you don't have to worry about it because the, the disease isn't there. But it's when, it's when there's some people aren't vaccinated and they bring in the measles and the people that are vaccinated, you know, maybe it didn't take on that one person. They're somehow resistant to it. Then they get the fucking measles because you're a fucking asshole. And, and the person that I still blame all the time that has now faded out of the, the Jenny McCarthy. She's the one. I don't blame and, you know, Yeah. And, and Oprah deserves blame too, because she was the one who had her on the show to, Talk about mm-hmm. her expertise on treating her son, and she cured her son's autism because he didn't get Stop. vaccinations anymore. Yeah, she stopped giving him wheat. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a show. Maybe just there's maybe you listen to doctors. Yeah, listen to fucking doctors. Uh, my kid's doctor was on T was on CNN a couple years ago Ooh. when it was a real big when it was a real big deal. Oh, was that, that when it uh, hit Disney? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like around. That was a yeah. That like was an extended thing that was going on where everyone was talking about vaccinations. And my kid's doctor was on TV, and he's like, just because he w- w- had made the news because he was like, if your kid's not vaccinated, don't bring them to my office because I can't. You know, it's it's herd immunity, and they could get other people sick because they're not vaccinated. And so, just don't. Good doctor. Like, I don't want him here. Uh, flight uh, yeah. flight attendant says overweight passenger forced her to wipe his ass. Saw that Taiwan, I think. E- yeah, it's yeah EVA Airlines. That's my that's the airline I fly to Asia. What is the what is EVA? It's it's a Taiwanese. Oh, it airline. is a Taiwanese the, airline. Though. Yeah, I don't. Um, I didn't know they are they, like they are very helpful. That's you know those Asian airlines they use they I know, use I, exclusively female. Yeah, the two times I've flown to Asia, really good service, but that's yeah. kind of a big yeah, ass. That's above and beyond. Because I think he said he's like, I need you to. He was like four hundred pounds, and he's like, I need you to wipe me. And they're like, they like put on gloves and shit. And they're like, are we supposed? We're not supposed to do this. And they're like, fuck it. Well, and one of them was like, okay, I'll do it. And he's like. Then he started moaning. He's like, oh. And then he's like, you're not wiping me good enough. Oh. What a fucking monster. He should get the prison time with the horse fucker. Yes, he should. More than 20 months. Um, well, this is – that was pro-Asian. Uh, this is anti. Duke professor tells students not to be, speak Chinese. Yeah. Apparently I mean, anti-Chinese. Well, what oh. language is he teaching in? Maybe he doesn't understand Chinese. Is there a vice being tightened? You wanna you wanna invite a friend to the the closing segments? Yes. Uh joining us now. We're still we're still hitting some topics, but it's always nice to have of course. her on the show. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know that this is the time in the show when the pop culture correspondent comes on to join us talk about everything that's going on in the world of pop culture of course i'm talking about our very own 
Sorry, I got to clear my throat. Kate McManus. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Kate. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. We've got to take a bong here quickly. Hold on. Hold, please. You got to clear the throat and clear a tube. Huh? I can do go. a good wheezy cough. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Ed. What else is going on well, in the news world? You you guys are way more active in the Instagram world. There was apparently somebody known as the bikini climber, and she oh I heard she about froze this. to death after falling off a mountain in Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah. Was it worth oh, it? I didn't I hear mean, about that. I'm gonna Google it. May, maybe she was. Uh, but like, what? Maybe what she was the... clocking big checks. How much can you make for being like nice. just? What's a bikini climber? What is like? That she, she would she, she would pose on top of rocks in a bikini, and then when she yeah. fell, she wasn't really dressed for you know the, the journey, the exposure. Whenever somebody dies, gramming. Yeah, it's real, it's... really sad. It's not sad. It's like, sad, get sad imagine dying, and then, like, gramming. Somebody like you. You have to like somebody has to notify parents or yeah, or maybe a grandmother that this is how it went down. Like you know those terrifying videos where those Russian teenagers climb to the top of like yeah, I'm not okay. Super high this. buildings in in the Ukraine, and they're like, "Hey, watch me do a backflip on the corner of this building," and it's super scary. And then they're like, "I'm just gonna ho- hang on by one hand and dangle over." downtown kiev and you're like fuck this is awful i don't want to watch this i don't like watching and i assume people die doing that pretty often right uh, but i don't feel like we really hear there's about there's a, a a married couple 30 and 29 years old who took um photos for social media and a travel blog yeah um yes um, oh dramatic pause hanging uh, on here on the edge I of our seats. I don't want to have to read the whole thing. Oh, okay. Oh, they yeah. died while taking a selfie at Yosemite. Yeah. Both of them? They've been drinking El, before the accident. Oh, Capitan. Like How'd they get up is there? Is that one of those things where <laughs> one's going down, they're like, whoa, whoa, and they just grab a shirt, pull them down with it. Some Chinese or daredevil. Like, I can't die alone. Also died during a risky stunt. Yeah. Near the top of a 62-story building. See, this is like the attendees of the fire Festival. I just don't yeah, like I don't have tough. a lot of empathy. Yeah, it's tough to feel bad. Uh, how about in India? They want to start using flesh-eating turtles to rid the Ganges of decomposing bodies. That's, that's so I disgusting. heard that's a major issue because they just float. They the... just dump them there? Yeah. Is that something that would work? Yeah. Can't like, imagine yeah. the Ganges smells... Good. Oh, don't they so don't they have um crocs don't, don't wouldn't the crocs take care of them oh i thought you meant the shoes Decaying? i wasn't sure where the fix would be they well they might have those as well they probably they Ganges probably make them there River. interesting well good luck to them crocs. um georgia family this is i think back in the united states georgia yeah they returned yeah, our georgia they returned from a vacation to find someone living there and had locked them out they changed the locks Squ- squatters rights that's that must have been a hell of a vacation. This guy was able to yeah. get a locksmith in. Brutal. Pretty pretty bad vacation. Yeah. Yeah. These people are just think if these people have would use their powers for good. Yeah, because right. It would take uh, some planning to find the house. He probably was staking it out like uh home alone. He knew which house to pick. They were gonna be yeah. away for a while, change mm-hmm. the locks. Yeah. But at some point there has Smart. to be an end, right? Right. They're going to come home. And then what do you do? I, I guess he found out. <laughs> um, here's a, a CDC warning that I just want to make sure you, everybody's aware of. 
Centers for Disease Control. Yeah, don't kiss or snuggle hedgehogs because of a salmonella risk. Oh, I, Kate wants a hedgehog. I do want a hedgehog. Aren't they? It's true. Isn't that like another word for porcupine? Is that what that is? No, they're different. The hedgehogs they're, are they're tiny mini. and cute. They're mini. But I don't know. They kind of do look like a porcupine. I mean, but I don't think they're spiky. You're, you're going to yeah. get sick. That's I really right. want one. Yeah, well, I'm glad I told you this story because you're going to get sick. Where are you going to go to live with it? Um, yeah. No. Well, in my bedroom. And upstairs. No, the final no. story I have that I think is important. <laughs> oh. um, Let's hear it. Because in this day and age, I mean, we've, you know, we just finished a shutdown sort of over this kind of issue. Well, a top ladder maker, the Werner Company, is going to close its Louisville plant and ship those jobs to Mexico. Really? Oh, because they're going to be needing a lot more ladders, ladders on that side right. soon. <laughs> they're going to put yeah. them up. Oh, they're the gonna, irony. They're going to lean it's, them against the wall. It's going to be it. good because the, the best was the El Chapo trial when they were like talking to him. And like I think at some point somebody asked him about a wall. And he's like, well, we don't – that's not – Something we're we're considering. Yeah. The, the, no, he's like he's like we, we, we work bring, in tunnels we, we, and we work in just going across legally with illegal yeah. shit. There's no yeah. He's like he's like it, this is this is a volume business. Can you imagine if I had to bring individuals with fucking backpacks with one kilo <laughs> so of cocaine he's in like, it at so a time? Stupid. Well, if I you guys if would I be send like twenty out of trucks, so if I send twenty trucks and one is taken, yeah. Yeah. we're good. Yeah. Guess what? I just pay off the guy in fucking lane seven when I know he's working his shift and everything's fine. I give him $10,000 and I'm good. I put bring as many trucks through as I want. Also, you know what I didn't realize is they use a lot. They traffic a lot of drugs via boat. They'll bring like those – and sometimes you'll hear on the news here where uh, they find like an empty ponga boat on the beach somewhere because they'll just run it up on the beach in the middle of the night and they'll and just take all the quickly – yeah, they'll have somebody waiting with the truck, and they'll put all the cocaine in the truck, and they'll bounce. And uh, I, I hadn't thought about that. So maybe we need a fucking beach wall. Have we thought about that? Yeah, yeah. good idea. And I also put read walls an on the article, beaches. I mean, the big drug issue in our country is oxy opiates. Yeah, yeah. And I, but they own the, the government. I read about the yeah. family that started that whole thing. Yeah, Purdue Pharma. Mm-hmm. There's not, a good podcast about that. They're not brown. Um, Isn't that weird? They're not Mexicans. Yeah. No, they sure are not. They sure look but they own the they own the government. So they just tell the government, hey, we're not going to get in trouble for this. And then like whoever's in Congress that works for them. It was weird. That takes though. money for their campaign. I mean, I was shocked yeah. though. It was white people. It's crazy. White people yeah, it's crazy. problem? No it's way. unbelievable. Who, who would have thought? White people use and distribute the drugs. Who knew? Um, well, thanks for that, Ed. Yeah. Well, Kate, let's, Excellent stories. You know, those were the bummer stories. Now, now take us to yeah. the real stuff. Yeah, Kate, you come on. You tell us what's happening in the world of That's pop right. culture. What is happening in... Hold on. All I need is Takashi 69. Mm. Missing old Takashi. Yeah, I feel like we're not going to get stories. Now it's going to be a while. Maybe the rest of his life. Do you think since this song, since this song started getting played, do you think Jack Wagner's song has ever been played? Like 
this song has been oh, no. played 50, yeah. 70 times. I'm not sure if Jack Wagner has ever had a radio play in the no. last few years. No, I don't. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't remember hearing Jack Wagner's version other than the time he was singing it to his wife, Felicia Jones on wood. Uh, oh yeah. Wood, wood pump. Felicia Jones on general hospital back in the day, back in the 1980s. Uh, Kate, what has happened in the world of pop culture? What's happening in fancy pop? Okay. So Saturday, just before midnight, there was a full blown situation at Jimmy Kimmel's Beach house. Heard about this? What was the scene of a massive police president presence, sorry, in what Presidents. may have been a swatting situation. Although that is up for debate. Yeah. Um, it's not Jimmy's primary residence. He was not there at the time. A friend of his, Adam Perry Lang, oh, the chef, he who's a chef, right? best-selling author, was yes. staying at the house. Yeah, it's his buddy. There was police helicopters flying above. At least one police-operated drone. So he was he was swatted. The house next door was evacuated. Yeah. Wait, hang on. The, 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 the cops were coming for the chef? I'm going to tell you oh, what okay. happened. Yeah, let's hear it. Apparently, there is dispatch audio of cops um, explaining a male called 911 saying he had two explosives in the home and that he'd assaulted his girlfriend with a rifle. That's why they were there. Jesus. And then it took um, about eight hours before they were able to get in contact with Lang. Adam Perry Lang. Who was asleep. Oh, uh-huh. And was immediately taken into custody. Oh. Cops found no explosives, weapons, or any evidence of a shooting inside the house. And no one involved in the incident was injured. So it's kind of a little sketchy. So since then, yeah. Hermosa Beach police told us, that they're not calling this a swatting situation. One officer said, there's a reason we're arresting him, Lang. There's evidence detectives are now processing. So this is in contrast to what um, TMZ was told by Jimmy Kimmel's oh, people. Whoa, this is this has got to play out So a then bit. later, um, TMZ learned that Lang was booked on... Wait, I want to go that. Yeah. Making felony felony criminal threats, and his bail was set at fifty thousand. Now this is different. So, according to the cops, when they arrived at the house, they tried for several hours to make contact with Lang. Sorry, not eight hours, but you know, a few hours, maybe three or four. Yep, they're pounding. When they on the finally door. did, a police official tells um, the crisis team made telephone contact with the male who ultimately agreed to exit the residence. Oh, interesting. Which makes it sound like he wasn't willing to immediately exit and they had to negotiate mm, with him. So maybe, so there's two possibilities here. Somebody, he was swatted and he woke up disoriented and he's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand. And then eventually fig, uh, un, understood and came out of the house. Or B, it's what he said. Or B, he was like, Fucked up on some drugs or having a psychotic break the or something. Police said there's a the reason we arrest, There's a reason we arrested him. Now here's here's my issue. Adam Perry Lang is a proprietor of a very hot restaurant in L.A. right now. I believe it's called APL. Mm -hmm. It is. He is. This guy is a guru of meat. Yeah, like he Kimmel. 
hypes. I mean, maybe he hasn't in a while, but he hypes him up yeah. like so many interviews. Like on Howard Stern, he's talking about, oh, my buddy Adam Perry Lang taught me this. Yeah. You know. The guy knows how to grill and he has a an extremely popular restaurant right now that I've never been to and I would like to go to it. And I don't want this guy to go to prison and have to shutter his delicious meat mm-hmm. place before I am able to I go there like, and get a steak. I would like to go there too. Yeah. So I, I hope it works out for Adam Perry Lang because I would like to go have a tomahawk ribeye at his place soon. So I feel like more details will emerge soon. Yeah, about exactly what went down. Yeah, I'm. I await this with bated breath. What was, was there, I did? Did I quote? Or? Yes. Well, Kimmel said that it was a swatting incident. Right, because that's probably what his buddy told him. But he doesn't know he wasn't rep, there. A rep for Jimmy tells us that he was told specifically by a lieutenant they believed it was a case of swatting. Oh. But other stuff has come out since then, so it's a little unclear. I think I also saw a headline that they said it could have been an ex-wife situation. Or could it have yeah. been like Emeril Lagasse or somebody who's Interesting. kind of yes. mad and that it he's got some heat. Competing chef. And it was Kimmel who bailed oh. Adam out. For the 50k yeah they're oh that's a lot of money uh also um i imagine kimmel's an investor in this guy's business mm-hmm. b could this possibly have been a cousin sal situation i know that jimmy kimmel's cousin sal he loves his pranks. often he likes to prank people and you know how where i'm at on pranking i hate it yeah um, i hate being pranked swatting is pranking. maybe the most extreme prank yeah. that you could pull it on seems someone. like yeah, too that, much because it's it's you're also wasting um, yeah, taxpayer yeah. money with all these cops showing up. Yeah, some guy in Kansas got swatted, and he just he walked I out his front swatting. door, and they, I hate swatting they, so much. SWAT team shot him, yeah. and he died. I hate it. Horrible. Uh, well, look, we root for the truth in these situations, but also I would like to go to APL. Put it on the list of places that I'd like to go. Okay. Do you keep a list of those? In my head. Okay. APL. Yeah. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, here's someone I would like to be um, swatted. Swatted dead. Oh, uh-huh. R. Kelly. Oh, R. Apparently, Kelly. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, apparently. This isn't um, news, though. Apparently, he got into it with his ex girlfriend, who was nineteen or twenty oh, years old, Hallie so Calhoun, an appropriate in a age fit girlfriend of jealousy. Fifty-five-year-old man. Yeah, which allegedly sparked a physical attack at one of his concerts. Mm. Um, but R. Kelly's camp um, predictably calls this accusation BS. He's surrounded by enablers, and they're all yeah. is, rich. Did he call her? He's insanely rich. You say, uh, you're like a football coach the way you make me play in the field? Is that, is that how he did? <laughs> the only love song to compare women to football coaches? <laughs> I like it. I like it. He's a real master lyricist, that guy. Um, I hate him. I hate his music. Run I hate everything. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's, um, he's bald. So this went down in 2017. Yeah. Um, oh, it was a couple of years Hallie, ago. Hallie, who was living with the singer at the time, was attending yeah. one of his concerts um, when Kelly came backstage afterward oh, yeah. and accused her of looking at another man. Yeah. She um, have done that. And then he grabbed her. I guess she took the first shot. She shoved him. He yeah. retaliated by grabbing her um, around the neck and so tossing she, her like a ragdoll into a wall. So she forced him. She asked so for she forced him basically. to react. She forced his hand. Yeah. 
um, she's since escaped his grips. Oh, thank which, God. Um, it's al- I don't know how you get away from him. It's but always the guy with 37 women squirreled in his series of mansions all over the country being watched by armed guards that gets real jealous if you look at but somebody. But he said yeah. this time like it's going to be different. Somebody. This time it's going to yeah. be different. Right, right. Another time he apparently, change, he really he apparently slapped her because he thought she looked at a group of men as they entered a hotel. Well, yeah. She probably wanted to get sexed by all of them. So R. R. Kelly really knows how to keep his women in line. He does. If you're looking for any tips. Strong pimp hand. Just kidding. Obviously. Uh, Yes. Um, There's a new documentary out about Michael Jackson called Leaving Neverland, which I'm really excited to see. Oh, is it all about... Got a standing ovation during its Sundance Film Festival debut. Salt of the Earth kind of guy. What just all his philanthropic work that seemed to center around children? Not sure, but I'll tell you what that his family says that they're furious um about his portrayal in this oh, said documentary. Yeah. Um only referring to the men featured in the documentary, Wade Robson oh, and James Safechuck as the two perjurers. I believe Wade Robson is credited as the man who took the papers from Britney Spears. Can we get confirmation on that? I think that's true. Yeah. He was her choreographer. Um, I'm looking forward to saying, seeing this. Yeah, me too. The family it, I think it's points be on out Showtime. that Michael um, went to trial and was found to be completely innocent in all caps. He also had he also paid massive settlements mm-hmm. to everyone that accused him. That's right. And he also had a an alarm on the door of his bedroom called the adult alarm Mm -hmm. so that when he was sleeping in his bedroom with children that he was not related to Mm -hmm. as an adult man, if anybody came in, an alarm would sound. Why would you need that? Why would you need that? That's weird. That's weird. Also, he would give them red wine and call it Jesus juice. Why would you need a child to be incapacitated? I'm wondering, it doesn't sound like the type of guy because my favorite Michael Jackson song is a song called Pretty Young Thing, but seems like he right. wouldn't be He's into talking. that kind of thing. Well, back then, we didn't know. We didn't know what he was into, but he was trying to throw us off the scene. The he, scent. Sure, he sure was. Yeah. yeah. Anything else, Kate? Um, yeah, I got a couple, few more stories. Okay. Um, Tom Brokaw has found himself in some Whoa. hot water did you, did you that, see? He, that he, that he oh, boiled oh, himself. The audio. Oh, I'm Tom Brokaw. Oh, oh, I'm here with the news. I have the news. This in the simulate. He was on Meet the Press on Sunday. Yeah? Why? He's 100. He's been off TV for 20 years. It was very Weekend at Bernie's-ish. It's like they propped him up so he could say some stuff. (laughs) It's so old. These people are addicted to having their fucking views. And old white guys want you to hear their views. Let me me tell you about his views. He said one of the issues that's affecting the GOP these days, according to people who confide in him apparently, is that they're worried the U.S. is becoming flooded with Hispanic voters who large, by and large register as Democrats. Yeah. Who's confiding in he him? He also said – Yeah, but that's true. Folks what he said is true. have expressed fear of having, quote, brown grandbabies due to interracial couples. Well, that I don't know about. That part <laughs> – he lost me But there. don't you feel the like he has he like two neighbors true. that are feeding him and those are his sources? Also, doesn't he live in North Dakota? Yeah, I was going to say Montana, but yeah, he's like, he might see David Letterman every once in a while and like a bear. That's that's all he sees. He doubled down saying the Hispanic community should 
work harder at assimilating in this country, oh. namely by speaking English and making everyone else comfortable. Oh, yeah. comfortable. Stop making me so nervous by being different than <sighs> so me. So exhausting. You're so different than me. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and, be the same as me. And he he was talking about how the everybody should speak English when he's barely speaking English at he's this very, point. Yes. Oh, also, if everyone is assimilated, how would you know who to hate? Hmm. Right. They got to be different from you before, so you know which ones you don't like, right? What else, Kate? Tom That's Brokaw, stupid. buddy. Next time. Hang buddy. It up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boston Red Sox star Mookie Betts. That's, um, that's one of the baseball players you know. I do know right? him. You sort of know him. I yeah. sort of know him. Yeah. World Series champion. Was he the MVP? Yeah, he's the American he, League MVP. Yeah, I think he's yeah. arguably Tennessee. the best player on the Sox's roster. Yeah, he's a good player. So he has declined a visit with the team to the White House. Mm. So it's kind of a big deal in baseball if one of the best of the best doesn't want Absolutely. to meet with the president. Yeah. I guess there's one other it's probably um, a coincidence. player. Like why, yeah. why would he possibly do that? And maybe he's busy that day. Yeah. Right. It's and probably nothing personal. Third baseman, Rafael Devers also said yeah, he did no show. No show. Yeah. Devers? Devers. Yeah, close Devers. Devers. Whatever. I hadn't heard of him either. I would say Devers yeah. if I if that was my name. Right. Um, yeah. So. So the. Sports. Uh, hashtag sports. Yeah, um, the. Uh, how about the Warriors so, this week? None of them went. They didn't go. No. The, the they went to Warriors Obama's not, house. Yeah. Exactly. They went exactly. to his house. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lives nearby. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry doesn't fuck with that. No. He doesn't, he doesn't no. fuck with Trump. And, oh, fuck no. And basketball players are so fucking rich and they're so well known and they're so popular that they don't, they don't have to fuck around and pretend anymore. It's not, it's not, no more of this Republicans buy shoes no, too. bullshit. They don't need, they don't need your they're, Republican. If somebody's an asshole, your, they can say he's an asshole and move on. Your money. Yep. This last story really bummed me out. What? So there's a New Zealand singer by the name of Kelsey Carter. Oh, your country. New Zealand, where you grew up. <laughs> and she's really – the South Kelsey Island. Carter? She's pretty. Let's look her up. Kelsey Carter. Yeah. I she's saw pretty. This. this is crazy. She's pretty. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I thought this was a joke. She's not pretty anymore because you know what she did? Yeah. She got a tattoo quite large on the cheek of her – on her face. Yes. Oh, face. Of Harry Styles. Oh, no. Formerly of One Direction. Do you think no, this is Photoshop? Because she loves Harry I Styles thought it, I thought so it was much. Henna. Why on the face? I don't know. If but, it's Hannah that hasn't come out yet. Is this a hoax or do, is that yet. a real picture? I hope not. Apparently, an LA artist named Romeo Lacoste did the honors. Oh, my God. You know what? This is. No, so, this picture looks like raw, like when you first get a tattoo. In, uh, Brian, you've seen it. In, yes, I've seen it. In the, from what I could tell, this woman is not covered with tattoos, and I don't know if we have any tattoo artists in our audience, but it's my understanding that in the tattoo world, that it is considered um, bad form, un, uh, yeah, unethical almost to tattoo somebody in certain areas if they're not already heavily tattooed. Mm. So if you walk in and you have no tattoos on your body and you say, I want my lover's name right here on my neck. That's your brain tumor. A talking. lot of times they'll say, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. Yep. It's just, we don't do that. 
Yeah. So you, so it's interesting to me that this fucking Romeo guy would take this beautiful, pretty girl right. with who doesn't seem to have other tattoos and draw a huge tattoo directly on her fucking face. It doesn't even really look like Harry Styles. It's hard it looks to like do. Harry Styles when he was six, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> it maybe is she's, crazy. Maybe it's a, a publicity stunt and she's going no, but straight it is crazy. away. It doesn't look like a temporary thing. Like It looks all raw on her yeah. cheek. But maybe he did it. Maybe she's like, this is a publicity stunt. And maybe she had him do it like not deep in the skin so that it's easier to yeah, laser off. I'm guessing that it's not going to come out well. Yeah, that doesn't make I sense. I feel that like you sense. could just get that tattoo somewhere else on your body yeah. and still get a lot of press yeah. from it. Like on your, like by your pussy. Well, no, Brian. Oh, oh whoa. Not, no, no, Brian. <laughs> My mom said turn. to say, yeah. she said, yeah. she's like, Brian's Brian's um, Instagrams are so funny. I don't really understand a lot of oh, them, but yeah. they're very funny. Oh, no. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm she's watching that. those Insta stories, not me. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing the close friends thing. Uh, you might want to because I don't know if she's also like. I blocked my I mom. Saw... She, oh, com- you did? she commented on the first picture I posted, and it was like, "This is this is not you know this is weird," and I, I just blocked her. I blocked her right away. I saw, I did something like something so dumb the other day about like the salad. <laughs> I made, I took a picture of the salad and I was like, I can't remember what I said, but like, are you not, were you, were you ready for these ingredients or something? And, and then I did apropos of nothing. I did like the little face, like where you can slide the face across to rate, like how into the picture you are. And I saw some rando did it and I'm like, is that like a little kid? And then I looked at who it was, and it was it was one of uh, some kid from, from my daughter's school. <laughs> and I showed it, I showed it to her, and she was so fucking embarrassed. And she's like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. And I'm like, don't say anything to the kid. Like it's cute, it's fine. But then I was like, you know, like most of my uh, most of my Insta stories. I are don't like think about you want your kids' dicks. friends, no, yeah. or your kids. But also, like, I'm trying to promote me, Yeah, you know? Make a close friends list. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. Is that it, Kate? All right, guys. Yeah, that wraps up the main news stories for this past week. All right. Well, thank you for that. You're Uh, welcome. Great job, everybody. Yeah. Ed Daly and Kate McManus. Great job. For Ed Daly and Kate McManus. Also, B, if you're listening to this show, Mm. probably soon – Either mm. tonight or tomorrow or the next day, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle, and check out mine and Ed's proposition paid. bet picks. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get Kate to jump in and she can um she can do some prognosticating sure. about what's gonna happen for some bets Who's in the time? Fancy sports. Kate, Kate, what are the... Oh, it's um your favorite band, Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. Maroon 5 and your Travis fa- Scott. Your favorite rapper, who's Travis the, Scott. Who's the whitest sounding but blackest looking rapper. Mm-hmm. His, 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 the, the biggest dichotomy between name and appearance, I think. I still... And, that you anytime have. I think of Maroon 5, I think of one of my favorite tweets years and years ago from a guy named Team Henderson... And he said, I'm a reasonable man. I'd settle for a Maroon 3 or 4 at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's too many maroons. Um, Yeah. So, Kate, before we sign off. Yeah. What teams are playing in the Super Bowl? The New England Patriots. Oh. And where is New England? Los Angeles Rams. Yes. And what city is, does the team from New England, what city do they represent in New England? Um, they don't technically play in the city, but they're just right. outside of a of a big East Coast city um, in New England. Right. It's the we were just talking about a baseball player that also plays in that city. Um, it's it's in Massachusetts. Boston. There Boston. you go. That's right. You, you know you're it. on your shit. There's a lot of pressure. Yes. I wanted to say Boston. Boston. They used to be called the Boston Patriots, as okay. a matter of fact. Anyway, uh, and, so the yeah. L- and the L.A. Rams. Nice. I don't know where the Rams used to be somewhere else. Nice. I don't know. Where. Who are you Lewis. voting on? St. Louis, that's right. And then before that, Anaheim. Who, who are you I'm voting, voting I'm rooting for the Rams. Yes. Uh-huh. But I feel like the Pats are probably going to win. I think, I think that's the Brian's how all of America feels. The Rams are better yeah. this season. Yeah, the Rams are good. I would say Tom they're, they're the better Tom Brady's a cheater, team. though, so watch yeah. out. And also, Everybody wants Belichick. the Rams, but the Patriots will probably win because that's sports. That's what I said. This, right, that's what that I said. Everybody prediction. feels that way. Everybody does. This is this... This they're just good at – they've done this before. They know, like, how to win under yeah. pressure. And they're good at bumming so, America out. Bill And Bill Belichick has had two weeks to prepare. And when when the Chargers played the Patriots during in the playoffs yeah. and, the, and the Patriots had two weeks to prepare, they really kicked the shit out of the Chargers. And I was watching the game with a buddy of mine who was texting with an ex-NFL player and the ex-NFL – he's in – he texted him, hey, what do you think about this game? And the ex-NFL player said, and I quote, Bill had something for that ass. So he's got time to prepare. He's going to have something for that ass. I don't know what that means. He's going to be ready. He's going to be prepared. Oh, yeah. He's got something for that ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully Tom Brady That's gets it. caught with a hooker like Eugene Robinson that year. I don't think he does that. I don't think he does that. I don't think, I think he internalizes his ejaculations. He's one of those guys that he's like, Oh, I can't let it out because it's going to affect my game. And so he just holds it all in. And he, and he actually never, he never shoots a load. That was pretty sweet when that guy won the NFL man of the year and then left the ceremony, went right to a hooker and got arrested. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that that makes you a bad man, but it was just, it was funny that, his first move after the ceremony was to go to a hooker. Yeah, wh- where was that? Tampa? Why Why are we entrapping... San Diego, I thought. No, nah, I don't know. Oh, was it no, San- no, was it? it was probably yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Why are we entrapping NFL players the night before the Super Bowl? Rude. Uh, okay, right. so check that out. Patreon.com slash The Lifestyle. So, this has been episode 253 for Kate McManus. For Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. CBLS, hell yeah, my baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and a man, Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, you know, there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, covers, conductors, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even. 
even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all of us.